Hey, keyword crypto. Clapping. Right. Beginning of the show with Mike in space. Thanks for coming back on the show, Mike. Hey, not a problem. How, how are you guys doing? Are you, are you guys staying safe? Uh, More or less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I never leave the house anyway, so oh, yeah? it's okay. pretty well, much the same. Yeah. Uh, how's things up, uh, up in Canada? Oh, yeah. I've been working at home for the last three weeks, and it's... I've never done that before, so it's a bit of a change of pace. And I've got the kids at home and the wife, so it's you know, it's hard to get you know a little bit of peace and quiet at times. Kids are bouncing off the walls, you know they they don't want to stay inside all day, but kind of got to do what you got to do. The parks is it are at the point off. where like yeah. is it at the point where uh, th- like the exciting part of working from home is gone, like, or was that ever there? It, I mean. It, some aspects of it are kind of nice. I like having, you know, natural light rather than sitting in like a windowless cubicle. So that's, that's always nice. Um, but yeah, it it's, takes a bit more discipline to work from home, you know, as you can imagine. Do you have a backyard? We do. We do. But, that, oh, you know, that, I mean, that's fun for a bit. But yeah, the kids want to get out more. They want to go to the park, but the playgrounds are all taped off. Can't even do that anymore. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to touch the playgrounds. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, gross teenagers that are rubbing their hands all over each other, getting their coronavirus on everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I guess we got to be grateful that when you have work that you can do from home, that's that's a good thing. So, yeah, definitely yeah. fortunate in that regard. I think um, I'm, I'm not sure about the American numbers, but in Canada there was something like a million. Um, Request for unemployment. Um, it's ten million. For nothing, dude. Yeah, something like that. It's well, yeah, ten million. That makes sense because you're about ten <laughs> x the population. So yeah, the capita is about the same. Yeah, insane. I, yeah. I, when I saw that, I I when I saw that, I, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's a catastrophe right yeah. there. That is, whoa. Um, I mean, and that's nothing. We're gonna probably hit like twenty five percent unemployment. Oh, man. I, I wonder, I, you know, I've been thinking like I got to take out a, I'm going to take out a small business loan, like a disaster relief loan from mm. the government because why not? Everybody's doing it. You have to do it, I guess. Right. But I, I don't know how, it seems like a stimulus is something that would help like after, after we deal with the crisis. So you're going like, to take out that loan and you're going to invest it all in Bitcoin, right? Yeah, why would you take out a loan that you have to pay back? I mean, well, just because it's a low interest loan. It's 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 a right. low interest loan because you I mean you you won't have to pay back for thirty years. Yeah. And I mean, it's and, yeah, but with unemployment, you, you wouldn't have to pay back any of it. Well, I mean, right now I still kind of have a job, so I can't get unemployment. Oh, but okay. uh, but yeah, no, and technically, I have to. I think it's something like I have to fire myself from my own business. There are some loopholes that I got to do, but. If you if you own a business at all, it makes sense to take out a loan. And yeah. the weird thing is, I feel like such a hypocrite taking part in this kind of shitty system of, you know, d- dumping money into the into the economy to stimulate things. And and no matter how you cut it, what however you however you define money printing or quantitative easing or a stimulus, it's really we don't know what. Six trillion dollars or whatever right. is going to do to yeah we do the we know economy. exactly what it's going to do we did it no, in nineteen thirty five we did we did ten percent we did what was it it was ten percent of GDP no twenty five percent performance of GDP. is not indicative of future results that's what it I absolutely think. is it's I mean we know exactly what's going to happen the country isn't well, going to collapse we're just going to keep dumping money in and then once we get back to work we go back to work I don't know once sudden, people start burning shit I'll bet you six trillion dollars that we're going to... well actually you were the person who said that we were going to have a depression so I mean maybe that's you saying yeah we do know what's going to happen we're going to go through a great depression. Well, I don't think we're going to go through a Great Depression because of this. I think this is very easy to fix. You just send people money and let them buy stuff and pay their rent until the coronavirus goes away, and then the economy just gets back to normal, like like normal. The thing is, if you if you deny people money, then and they start to become homeless and they st- and they can't pay their bills and they start to declare to, to declare bankruptcy, they lose their houses. That's when things fall apart. If you just give people money until the catastrophe is over. Literally, yeah. once once you say, okay, everybody can go back to work, 
everybody has their house. Everybody's been paying their bills. Everybody has, you know, is, is still in their apartment. Like nothing really happened. And so people can just, the economy just picks up right where, where it Aren't it you stopped. looking at that a little bit in a bubble though? Like it's one thing to say, yeah, you know, we can put a hold on rent, but, and, I, and again, I, you look at the landlord, the landlord's got a mortgage, you know, he owes that money and there's a whole, you know, it's a domino effect. No, I'm not saying a rent freeze. I'm saying you pay people right out of the okay, tax coffers, yeah, yeah. and then they pay the rent, and the more and the landlord pays the mortgage, and, mm. and the and the banks pay the whatever. And it just every study has shown that when for every dollar we put into welfare, you get like a dollar fifteen back in taxes because people on welfare pay 100 percent of the money they get into the like they put it directly back into the economy. And every single process is getting taxed. So, like, they're not going around and putting it into savings. They're not putting it into, into, into bonds. They're not putting it overseas. They're putting 100% of the money directly back into the economy. Now how, That's why how, it's so much better to give poor people money than it is to give rich people money. Because oh, rich people actually sure. save it. They don't really need to spend it. Now, how long can that realistically go on for? Like, if this thing lasts, like, I've heard some predictions that it could go on for two years. Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what my question is. Is, like, since we don't know... We're talking about two different catastrophes. We're talking about the unemployment catastrophe, and then yeah. there's the thing that means the thing that is keeping us from working right now. And that's why I think like a stimulus would make more sense once we have just dealt with the health issue, or or until people can go back to work, or we figure out new ways that people can work or whatever. Because right now, yeah, this could be 18 months. It could be two years. See. I mean, if we get a virus yeah, but this isn't stimulus. Then, We're not trying to stimulate the economy. We're trying to stop it from collapsing. There's a big difference. So a stimulus is when you're like in a recession and, and, and the economy starting to collapse. You want to stimulate the economy. Mm-hmm. This is literally like giving someone a crutch before they fall down. Versus a stimulus is you let them fall down and you say, okay, here's a, here's a crutch and I'll help you slowly get back up and then I use the crutch so. to walk on. Isn't it called a stimulus package? I don't know. It seems I mean, like- most, even the senators were like, it's not, even, even McConnell, who I fucking hate, was like, yeah, it's technically not even really a stimulus hmm. because like it's, it's more of just like, we're, here's we're, a couple trillion like a stop gap. Hmm. I mean, well, We'll see. At the end of the day, it's, it's like I said, it's it's we haven't even hit twenty five percent of GDP yet, and that's what we did in the Great Depression, and look how that turned out. So, I mean, my fear is we knew the recession was coming. We knew um, last year because the fundamentals of our economy are not good, and that that was always my fear. It was like if something happened, we're going to see just how bad the economy is. We're going to see that like oh, all these people without health care, oh shit! All these people who can't pay rent or are paying sixty percent of their income on rent, oh shit! Unemployment's not even going to cover their rent in, in California, New York. So, like, what do you do then? So, they have to increase the price of unemployment. And it's just like, all they're starting to see immediately all the places that are like this, like massive defaults in our country. So, whatever. <laughs> well, it'll be a wild ride. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah, I'll put all the loan money into Bitcoin. Yeah, that's um, a good that's, idea. That's, the happening's coming up, so you can't go yeah, wrong there. Yeah, yeah. seventy thousand, right? We're going straight to seventy thousand. Yeah, well, you <laughs> stock know, to flow. Yeah, stock to flow. Safe, <laughs> safe haven a- asset is right yeah. now. Bitcoin is our back door. Uh, so it's funny because, like, I think we mentioned this last week on the show. It's like most Bitcoiners over the last few years have been kind of thinking that, oh, an economic collapse. That's what. That's what Bitcoin is made for. That's yeah. what, that it was born out of an economic collapse. It's been waiting for the next one. Yeah. But it's it's funny to see. Well, it's not funny. It's kind of sad to see how like that has not that has not happened yet. Maybe it's because we don't fruit. we don't have uh, a burning need to use it yet. Because I don't know. I don't know. What do you think that? What do you think is going to happen with that? Are we going to need to use Bitcoin? Is it going to work well enough for us to use it when we need it? Are we going to be using nano? Well, I, what is use, right? This, you know, some will say hodling is use, right? So if you have an economic downturn, you have this, this, this thing of value that you're holding on to. But you know, we haven't really. It hasn't really acted in that capacity. I mean, it's it's moving up and down with the stock market. It's well, so. I think the, the narrative has kind of exploded a little bit. 
It's yeah, just the narrative doesn't make sense. It, well, I mean, I mean it's mean, moving. <laughs> it moved. It's moving with the with the stock market. Yeah, I guess it has moved with the stock market. The funny but that thing mean is, it's going to continue to do that. The funny thing is, though, I think in the last few weeks, it's been normally Bitcoin is obviously more volatile than the stock market. But in the last few weeks, the stock market wow. has been more volatile than Bitcoin. It's done. Yeah. You know, it's going. It's gone down, but it's still kind of hanging in there when you. You look at the S and P and everything else collapsing around it. Well, Bitcoin did drop yeah. like forty five percent in a day, yeah. so that's still pretty uh, yeah, pretty volatile. So did, yeah, I mean, stock market dropped what, like twenty five percent in thirty three percent in a day or, or in two weeks or a week, something like yeah. that. I mean, well, something no, another nuts. thing like we still have not seen Bitcoin shine. We haven't seen its moment to shine yet. Right. Bitcoin, and this is like, we've been talking about this for a while, but Bitcoin was born out of an economic collapse and has only known a rising economy, a rising stock market, really. Like like you say, it's been pretty much in sync with the stock market, and that's true because we've seen it go from you know nothing to $20,000, and it's only existed in a bull market really yeah and so and so if it's going to do anything now is the time basically if something is going to if people are going to realize its value well yeah when according to the talking heads it's always the next catastrophe you know the one around the corner it's never this one and it's like well if it's not i mean you don't have a, a greater confluence of events than right now i mean this is like a once in a century situation there's nothing it's completely unprecedented I, it feels surreal in a lot of ways um totally surreal. so i mean if if it can't perform in this environment I, i'm not sure what we're waiting for Do, are there talking heads that say oh it's not this economic yeah, collapse yeah, it's the course. next one really that's, oh, that's what i see constantly on <laughs> crypto twitter Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's the, kind of, the 2049 I mean, collapse yeah. when yeah. we go to World War Five or whatever. We have to wait till the aliens invade. Once the aliens yeah. invade, invade Bitcoin will show just how strong it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if our money becomes valueless right now, I don't. I can't. I mean, I don't see a lot of people trusting in Bitcoin. Like, no, it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, and if everybody's makes, poor, why would you put your money in? Bit, I mean, I can understand if. Okay, I understand from like a Venezuela standpoint or in a Zimbabwe standpoint. If you're watching your money devalue compared to the rest of the planet, you want and you don't have the ability to put it into the U.S. currency, and someone says, "Well, this is not as stable as U.S. currency, but you can actually get into it," and they show me Bitcoin. Okay, yeah, sure, but I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, if if it looks like your if your government currency isn't going to be worth much in in the future and and you might want to believe that if the government has to give out money in order to i mean i would still just put it in tether <laughs> but, well that's the thing Here, here's what here's what happened be worthless too. they printed 6 trillion money printer go burr and it rose against all the other currencies so yeah. in Venezuela or wherever else, they want dollars. They don't want yep. Bitcoin, right? Yeah. So it, and it how just, many times can you do that? How many times can you uh, money printer go burn? I don't know. Before, well, before well, it's we've been just, doing it for forty years. Six, what is it? Twenty three. Twenty-three trillion. Is that the debt? Those those Fed yeah. guys are pretty smart, aren't they? They figured they've got this figured out. Like uh, they they know, they know how to manipulate the world. That's what it is. It's just a bunch of spoofing. It's world. Well, I mean, because all the all the money is zeros and ones anyway. So it's like this idea that we owe somebody something that we printed or that somebody just printed, that's based off of nothing. Do we really owe people twenty three tr- trillion dollars? Because if it's based on gold, that actually means something. But if it's based on just printing money, well, it's or bo- just, is it know, bonds? Creating- bonds that have been sold. People are holding these. Bonds, I would yeah. assume, right? So, T bonds, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and those are held by Americans for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you kind of, I mean, it, I guess you technically don't have to pay it back, but the, the country would suffer as a result because it's mainly held by Americans. Those are their savings. I mean, and they try and yeah. they do everything they can not to teach you anything about that in school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, economics 101. Yeah, right. So we joked around uh, 
on Twitter saying that you should interview us this time because you <laughs> you, you brought you brought a lot of questions to the table before before the inter- before we started oh, yeah. recording. So well, we've already gone over two of them. Yeah, yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you get to sure. it? Why don't you get to <laughs> it? Like, get ask it. Away. So, so here's the funny thing. So I know you guys are a bit left leaning. I would imagine. So am I in real life. And but I'll you know I'll go on crypto Twitter and you know you're arguing with these like gun nuts and these libertarians and then I'll, I'll get into an argument with michael and then suddenly i'm like mega you know just because it's all relative you know what i mean like i'm from canada yeah. I'm, we're mo- mostly le- <laughs> and it's just like whoa wait a sec how did this flip around i'm the conservative now yeah so yeah on that point yeah we were having an argument a little earlier about what was it? Um, oh, the, the confusing guidance coming out of the the WHO and the CDC, you know, yes. you don't wear masks, uh, wear masks, and 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 Michael took one side, and I, I from what I've read, it, and I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or anything, but it, it does sound like the WHO <laughs> is pretty well bought by uh, the CPC, right? Um, they they installed Tedros, China. yeah, um, the the government, not the people. I need yeah. to make that clear um and it, it just i don't know you had your take on it that you know that that it's you know they're just well what is your take on that so i was i don't i didn't have a take on it i was just responding to you asking right. for information. where's my hard data you kept asking for hard data like oh, what <laughs> yeah, am i just, a statistician just, here with my hard just data just a link just i i really wanted where's you to show source? me what you read that gave you that I impression. read headlines and then i i tweet out <laughs> things <What> is- <laughs> <laughs> I read tweets and headlines. I have plenty of headlines I can send you. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I don't know. Um, well, like yeah. the the info is super misleading. I mean, there's no question about that. And uh, I think See, I disagree. It's, I, think it's straight See, up I lying. completely disagree. I, think it's I, I totally disagree. I would. Agree I don't think so at all. I think that uh, there's never been. <laughs> There has never been a situation in the West in the Western world, you know, quote unquote Western world, where where we needed to have everybody wear masks to stop an epidemic in the last what sixty years. So we had H one N one, we had a little bit of SARS over here, we had um, the one in the fifties. Okay, so one of the 50s, we had an outbreak of smallpox in the 60s, I think, before we got eradicated, something like that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. But we've never, there's never been like a nationwide blanket, you need to wear masks. And we've come out and we've actually had, you know, pretty solid numbers across the board. So if if I'm in the, if I'm in who, I'm kind of going by SARS, I'm going by H1N1, I'm going by the general flu of, if you think you're infected, wear a mask. You know, if, if you, if you're feeling symptoms, wear a mask. If you're working with somebody who's sick, wear a mask. Like just the basic so common the, sense the, the stuff that we've been doing that, for the last 50 years. The problem with that is like, first of all, you look at countries like South Korea, it's, it's more of a mask culture there and they and they have lower you know they've they've flattened the curve to a greater degree than China's a massive mask country and they did not flatten the curve. Okay. And they all wore masks. Yeah but they got other they problems had, but in China. the they way I look here, here's the way I look at it. Even if a mask does next to nothing, how can wearing a mask be worse than not wearing a mask? And it's and not argument. that if yeah. you have to take you have to take two things into consideration. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I sorry. So anybody anybody who's who's listening and thinks I'm interrupting Mike, it's no, because it's we've had this conver- <laughs> we know. had this fight like five times on Twitter. So I already know what he's going to ask. So I should let you ask. So why don't you ask the question so the so the listeners actually know what you're going to ask? Well, okay. So this is the way I look at it. I mean, it's clear they're telling a, a noble lie, right? They they want to ensure that. Hoarding doesn't take place, and there's enough for healthcare workers, and that's fine. But I, I, that's not what I would expect from the who. That's not really their role to lie to me for the greater good, quote unquote. I look I mean, to they them. They even for, have a song called "Won't Get Fooled Again." Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> no, but so here, if, they, if they would talk to us like adults, and it, if they would talk to us like adults and say, "Look, masks do help," but 
we really need to direct the N95s to, to the frontline healthcare workers. That's what we I need wish. to do. But you can make yes. your own at home. You know, they could have said that from day one, but instead they didn't. More people yeah. probably got sick requiring more frontline healthcare workers to deal with this mess. And then just the other day they came, did you see that ridiculous tweet, the CDC, the original one saying masks do not work, do not buy any masks. And then, then the head of the CDC is like showing you how to make a homemade mask. Yeah. It's just like, that was the surgeon general. I didn't, Yeah, Surgeon General in in his uniform. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so that's Surgeon General. That's completely different than CDC or who. But so okay. But still, I want to. I I definitely want to. No, I want to get that straight. They're all deferring to the who does not work for the U.S. Even the Canadian officials. They're always all the recommendations are based on the who recommendation. So it does. Sure, it has heavy weight. So and so let me jump in really fast. Let me let me jump in really fast. So. The thing I was pushing back against Mike on Twitter is that at no point did who say masks are ineffective, don't wear masks. They specifically said wear masks if you're sick or you're dealing with somebody who's sick. How do you know sick. if and you're, if you're sick, not though? sick? How do you know if you're on, sick? Hold on, let me finish. Yeah. But let me finish. This is what they originally said yeah. before we had more information. This is what they said like a month and a half ago before we had all this information. They said, don't wear a mask unless you're presenting symptoms or you're working with somebody who's presenting symptoms. Self-isolate and wash your hands if you're not in those if you're not in those situations. And in my and my logic is my understanding is at that moment that was the best information that they had and even as Twitter people nothing like you know we we hear about stuff ahead of time. We, I mean, <laughs> so we, my take we on get it, the information yeah. really early, and so my, so, so from my, from my standpoint, that wasn't bad information. They weren't saying masks don't work. At no point did they say masks don't work. At no point they said did they not. At no point did they say don't wear a mask. But they weren't being clear. They about said it. if you're sick or you're working with somebody sick, they could have been a lot. And they even clearer. said, look, we've we've got we've got uh, we've got um, people hoarding all this stuff. We need masks right now. All the hospitals are underfunded. If you don't need to wear a mask, I mean, if you're not sick or you're not working with somebody sick, please don't wear a mask. That's more or less what they were saying. Self-isolate, more, well, wash your hands. I, it could have been clearer is what I'm saying. I it think could have per- been, Yeah, go ahead. It could have been a lot clearer. And the problem with not being very clear about that is you get so many other people, whether it's fake news or even doctors, like the guy on uh, Joe Rogan who was saying, actually, you can get more sick by wearing a mask because you end up touching your face more or whatever. It's like... But that's did- actually true. That's that's 100% true. If you get if you get the if you get the virus on your mask and you don't have it on your face properly or if you take it off properly, you can self-infect. Well, sure, you but can like, infect yourself. So so but does that mean that the like the who like this is all this is all stuff that people should know. What I think is crazy and this is probably the truth of it is that is that people are too dumb to understand this, so you have to lie to them or something. I mean, I, I just feel like if you tell people that masks can help, then people are going to hoard the masks. So you have to well, basically I mean, my thing is we have around. We, they got we hoarded anyways. You can't find them anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have California, a, a state that, that has no masks, just like any other state in the in, in United States. And we've somehow been able to more or less kind of flatten the curve in our, in our state. Like it's not – we had that, like so that influx – and so far, it's seen, we've seen to be handling it pretty well. People are actually crowded. surprised at how well California is handling it without masks. So, like that's my that, that's what I'm saying is is like so like we have no consistent information. You know, like Mike's saying, well, South Korea had masks. Well, so did China. China's the one that makes them, and they stopped exporting them. So they're hoarding them all themselves, and everybody has it, and they still had that catastrophe. So, I mean, and and China always wears masks. Just like South Korea. Well, th- th- there's a lot of different things going on here. First of all, the outbreak happened in China. So the fact that trying to contain it there would have been a different story. They have all kinds of other problems in China. And 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 comparing China to South Korea is that's that that's that doesn't make any sense to me because South Korea is so much smaller, they got it later, whatever. I think the US 
That's what I'm saying. You can't you can't say masks are the thing that stops well, no South one is. Korea. You still need no to wash your hands. That. You still need to do everything else. It's not one or the other. Yeah, but the it does feel a little bit. It feels shitty when 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 you're not given all the information. They're undermining and, their own credibility, and now everyone's going to look at the WHO like it's a big conspiracy. It's like and the the CDC well, no, completely not everybody. Themselves you no, <laughs> you I, I, and the people I, I, who listen to you. No, like, no come on, no. not everybody. No, like most Michael. people aren't conspiracy people. No, okay? that's not that you you like that thing the that majority I of last people week. are not are not conspiracy <laughs> people i hate to break it to you guys well the unfortunately the majority of people in this country probably aren't going to listen to authority anyway i mean the people that are out still at social gatherings and going to parties and stuff yeah, like that's that that's not the majority though that's it's a, that's a, a minority lot of people though it's a lot of people like, there's a lot of people really. who don't it's, get their it's information it's probably less than 1% of our population that's doing this it's enough to cause a problem yes but that's not the majority. That's the danger of this virus is that 1% of the population can kill 10% of the population with their stupidity. But those people aren't going to listen to who anyway. Even if who said wear masks, they're, they're not going to listen to stupidity. it. I mean, it's look, not their stupidity, okay, so though. It's their CDC distrust and who, in authority. It's not even their it stupidity. Does, it doesn't matter, though, because CDC and who for the longest time are like, this is serious, this is serious, this is serious. And Fox News and Trump are like, fuck you. This is a liberal conspiracy. Oh, the CDC screwed it so up those people, early on. They're, that's a different story. Because those they, people weren't going to listen anyway. Yeah. Like that's my that, like that's my well, that's my reason. Of course, they weren't going to listen because their authority is not the same authority as as the WHO and the CDC or anything like that. So exactly, there are people in this world that un, that that are very difficult to communicate with and it's not necessarily their fault actually that's the way i see it but that's a different conversation really i mean but did germany have a lot of does germany have a lot of masks they got um stolen by the us last i heard did you see okay. that story so germany's a country that doesn't have a lot of masks and they have they're they're doing really well it's and, not and, about the and, mask it's and about somebody well, it is about the masks. Not that's really, what Mike's because, asking about. No, but you that's can make your own about. masks. That's the thing. It's like you can make your own masks. It's easy. You can just get a cotton T-shirt or whatever. That's, but, but no, see, you're changing. You're changing. You're, you're moving the goalposts. He said they lied about masks, and max and masks do make a difference. And I'm pointing out all these all these countries and states that we didn't have masks, and and the difference is the consistency, the 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 consistent point. With all those states and countries, is that they have is they have uh, strong social connections, and and they listen to each other, and they work together. So California, Germany, like hmm. the government says, hey guys, don't do this, and people listen to the to, to authority. They listen to the government because they know they voted for that person. They know that person's smart. And if the person says, hey, we need to shut down the state, or Germany says, hey, we need to shut down the country, no social gathering, blah blah. And that's proof that it that it worked, and so that's what I mean. Is just like we're seeing that even without the masks, washing your hands and social dis- distancing can flatten the curve. It's possible. So now, so they're, I, now they're I think who just didn't was dealing with the information they had and putting it out there as they got it. So so why now? Why now are they saying masks? Because Americans are fucking stupid <laughs> outside <God>. of California. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So that's that that's really the. That's the moral of the story in yes. the end. Is that <laughs> people are still going to church? <laughs> oh, man, those those uh, yeah, those Oakland sideshows are still happening. Oh, serious? Uh, like, yeah, uh, apparently. Um, All right, Mike. Next question. So okay, there, <laughs> you know, did you, um, <laughs> now, now that now that Mike is an anarchist libertarian. Yes. Um, <laughs> so let's get into personal po- property rights. Okay. So there was a story out of New York where uh, an entrepreneur had um, bought a number of masks and other PPE equipment, <laughs> yeah. and he, he was quote unquote entrepreneur, entrepreneur <laughs> and he was yeah. he was selling them for a bit of a markup, seven hundred percent, and. The, the state came in and they arrested him and they confiscated his property. Now we also what did they f- arrest him for? That's my question. Price gouging, they, price they, gouging, and they, coughing on a federal and an FBI agent. That's really? true, but I yeah. I don't think they would confiscate his property based on that, right? 
mean, no. that they arrested him for for the coughing. Right, exactly. He, he claimed he had COVID nineteen, and then he coughed on on them to try to keep them away from That's him. So right. weird, you could be like a lethal weapon like, with a cough. Yeah. So, anyways, okay, so anyway, the, the funny, yeah. the, the sort of the the wrinkle in this whole story is that the the New York government is all is at the same time that they're arresting this guy for um, seven hundred percent markups on this equipment, they're spending fifteen hundred percent on legal spot markets where. All the states are competing against one another to buy up this and the equipment. Fed. And, and the, the federal Fed. government. Yeah, so it's like if you're big enough, you can do whatever you want. It's just business, right? But mm-hmm. if you're an entrepreneur, you know, they'll take your stuff and throw you in prison. So what is the law regarding price gouging? That's Where weird too. Well, first off, yeah. first off, hold on. Let's let's set let's yeah. let's let's clear up. I'm pretty sure I read He's not a legitimate entrepreneur, meaning he doesn't have a business license to sell medical grade goods. Fair enough. Would yeah. you this have to a headline be licensed? you read or a tweet? This is well, no. He's selling it out of out of his house and out of a gas station. He was selling it out of a gas station in Jersey and out of his house in Brooklyn. Well, how is that relevant? He doesn't have a license to sell medical equipment. But that's and not why people are, are outraged. Just, these are just masks. Um. That's medical selling, equipment. If he was selling them at cost, he would still be breaking that law and no one would have a yes. problem with that. Right. So it's really about this about, markup. It's right about the price gouging. So where do we draw no, that no, line? He would, that no, if he, if he was hoarding a bunch of masks and selling them, there's no way to know that that's actually an N95 mask because he's not a certified representative. Oh, but that's not what he no got arrested for. no idea where he's for. getting it from. He got arrested for price gouging, not selling yeah. you don't, We don't know that. We don't know oh, that, but that, that's what the article said, so that's what we have to go off of. Well, but, if you want to arrest yeah. somebody in this country, there's a million ways to yeah. arrest them. I'm sure you can find somebody doing something illegal, but was yeah. this guy actually breaking the law by marking up his mask? I mean, so, he was pulling a fucking well, pharma yeah. bro on us, but like... So I was going um, back and forth with, my, my, with Michael on this, and so, yeah, what is price gouging? Is like 120% Price gouging is 200%, 300%. Where is that threshold? Is it clearly defined? And I think what we kind of arrived at is that it's sort of like the the smut laws of the 1950s where you know it when you see it, where, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 they can't really define that per se, but- See, and I, I, can- I actually have an evolution on that. Okay. Um, I evolved from that. My, my logic is you have a range of like, whatever, like, 10 to 20% up or down based on the market, based on how much you're paying people, your cost to produce, all these things. It's constantly evolving because especially with N95, you're using these, um, uh, what, shit, not minerals. Um, the stuff that's in, that's in phones that's that China makes that is really hard to, uh, it's it's these kind of minerals that they, that they space aged material. That, yeah, and so that's how that's how they they, they make the N95 mask, and so that, that the prices can constantly be fluctuating based on on the needs and necessity and cost of labor and this and that, and so I feel like the market kind of sets that rate, and it's constantly evolving based on those things. But when all of a sudden the market doesn't really change, it's just a matter of need, and somebody hoards a bunch buys it and then turns around buys it for the sole purpose of then selling it for a higher cost that's against the law is it now what so, if well because yeah what what if he he's had, not using it what if he wasn't hoarded what if he just happened to have a warehouse full of this stuff prior to this whole epidemic like is it is there a difference there well, or is it the that, fact I that mean, he ran on, out and bought it up it's i don't but before we go to that question yeah. i I still don't know where you can draw this line because I feel like, at least in this country, it's almost like we are, we're raised to do what this guy did. I mean, like supply and demand, go get what people want. He was only doing what he was basically taught to do to make money in business, basically. And that's probably really. what, that's, that's probably what every Bitcoin. It's been Bitcoiner, against the law for a hundred years. What price gouging, but not yeah. that, but but not knowing where you cross the line. So gouge away all you want with like Lego toys, but then as soon as it comes to something like, um, you know, pharmaceuticals, then yeah. you cross a line. So yeah, well, okay. No, I, th- I, th- I think like so. Me and Mike kind of agreed that once the FBI starts to get involved, <laughs> yeah. once people, once there's a need. Uh-huh. So if there was a need for Legos and people were like, "Hey, this fucking asshole is going out and buying every single one and charging mm-hmm. a thousand times," because you want know to, Lego would turn around and be like, "I need you to arrest that guy." 
Because that's bad for Lego. I I disagree here. I think with something that's like a life saving um, equipment, that's one thing. Legos, no. I wouldn't. I think you're you should be allowed to price gouge all you want. It's not going to hurt anyone uh, if that happens, right? But it's going to hurt Lego. So is there a law? There is a law, but that's a different law. If I don't know what. No, I mean that's price gouging. That's I mean Lego doesn't want doesn't Lego doesn't Lego who who employs thousands of people, tens of thousands of people around the world, doesn't want their brand being hurt and their ability I know to they, sell they, their goods. But that, they don't being make hurt. the laws though, just because that's not in their interest. Like, is there actually a law that says if you're 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 uh, charging a million bucks for some Legos? That's against the law. No. I, don't th- I don't think there is. Yeah, I don't know there's, there's price gouging in, again is against the law in like 34 states or something like that. Well, in New for, York's, yeah. in New York's price gouging doesn't affect the government. That's why the, that's right. why they can't stop Would it. Somebody uh, look up the, the price thing from gouging happening. legislation, please. And I want to know what. Well, there the, is no. It's state by state. It's okay, but the, there is some legislation that's called price gouging, and there is a line that yeah. you can you can draw, and that line includes Legos. Like that, that's true. Personally, I would take it to mean just essential equipment, like life saving stuff. Well, that's what I personally would do too. But it's not about what we personally think, it's about like what the law actually is. And that's the important thing. And, and (laughs) I mean, we, 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 I mean, we got to figure that out if we're going to like, I, I, I think that that, that needs to be a law. Like you shouldn't, but here's the thing it can be a social thing. Like, if if somebody is out hoarding all the medicine, then we could just murder him. We could just go with pitchforks and torches and take his kill medicine him. or whatever. That's probably and what kill would his have family. Happened. Yes, that's what would have happened in the past, or at least we would have forced that person somehow. And maybe we would, we would force that person by sending the FBI to their house to having them take it. But and this is probably what all the Bitcoiners like were up in arms about because it seems wrong for the state to just make that decision on their own quietly or whatever to decide where that where that line is drawn they don't i mean they, they don't it's if it's if it's the law but we don't know it what was the put law, it, it was well the state of new york knows what the law Bitcoiners is the aren't big on laws the law. if you didn't know we it. can yeah we can look <laughs> up the law all you gotta do is and and the people who we elected are the ones who passed the law so it's pretty much our law but ultimately, every anytime a Bitcoiner complains about the state stealing something, say the alternative is me coming with a baseball right. bat and killing your family yeah. in front of you and taking your goods from you. Because that's what we used to do 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago. You know, Before the, the police were, were a serious force, before any of that happened, that's how we dealt with stuff. That's how we dealt with people like you who hoarded stuff that people needed to survive on a daily basis. We went in with a baseball bat or a gun and just shot you and took your stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so be that's the alternative. That the FBI is there. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, we, I, go, we, we, okay. we have a police force in the FBI so people don't do that anymore. So we don't yeah. have lynchings. So we don't have mobs. All like, right. That's the whole point of that. So, so, th- so that makes sense. It does seem a little bit like, you know, when we encourage people to basically go out and Oh, we, we encourage people to go out and be capitalists in this country. Go out and, you know, take advantage of as many people as you can. Hey, make that product worth as much as you can. Make it as scarce as possible. I think that's like kind of a sick thing that we do here, unfortunately. Yeah, but but price, price gouging and hoarding is never acceptable. That's never part of capital. People never say, hey, go out and buy all the milk and then resell it. We actually have laws against reselling. You can't oh, resell a lot stuff. Of stores on yeah, Amazon. but that's you know, milk is different. <laughs> exactly. Milk is different than Kanye West runners, right? Like, what does he charge for those things? Right? They're like ten, twenty thousand bucks, right? For, He's gouging people, right? But so I, I and and I would not make a law to, to prevent him from doing that. But you know, we don't actually have laws that. that say you can't buy you can't you can't buy tennis shoes and and resell them. We actually don't have laws. And that's why like Ticketmaster had to start enacting like five tickets per person because because these these side companies would buy up all the tickets and then sell them later on for for twice as much. And and Pearl Jam stopped using Ticketmaster for that reason. I just I don't feel like and that's an area for the state. If you can't can't go see Pearl Jam. It's not like, a, it, it, but it's not though. That's what I'm saying. It's not a law. Right, right. Like Ticketmaster tried to figure it out on their own. Pearl Jam tried to figure it out on their own. Like these people are trying to figure out ways to circumvent people from 
buying a ton of stuff and reselling right. it. There are certain things you can't legally resell. Well, like, yeah. Pearl Jam tickets is not one of them, apparently. Kanye runners. It's a cure for coronavirus. We'll see. <laughs> All you got to do is wear these special shoes. Oh, man, that's an idea. Anyway, um, oh, God. moving on. All right, next question. <laughs> Mike. All right, let me look through these notes. There's, there actually may have been more, more to that. Uh, to that uh, I think that we covered question, it. Oh, I oh, yeah. Go ahead. To, to clear it up really fast, though, uh, New York has a price gouging law. Okay. Um, but it only works for the citizens of New York. It doesn't work for New York State, for I, the government. So the, the government there? isn't protected by that. It's ridiculous. They just didn't think about it. But, also the, fact, it in there. but also the fact that they're competing against other states, it makes no sense. No, no, no. The fact that they're competing against the government right, makes yeah. no sense. Our government is a complete disaster. Our, our government needs to be put up against a wall and shot at this point because they're literally causing the deaths of thousands of people because they're, you know, uh, having a bidding war against the states. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. And and the the only per, the only people that's going to help are the left are, are are the blue states because the blue states have all the money. California, New York, Washington. I mean, all the these are the richest states. So I guess it's like Texas and Florida are probably the only two states who could, who could actually compete in the bidding war. All the rest of the red states take more than they give to the US government tax wise and so they just wouldn't have enough money to do it and they would and all their people are going to die so you're you're not helping anybody you're not helping any republicans by doing that you're only hurting republicans so it seems like a lose lose thing for trump but he likes those kind of odds hmm well he was trying to commandeer the 3m masks that were en route to canada and i think they even grabbed like something like a million masks that were en route to uh germany that they were they were sitting in like a thailand warehouse so it's it's yeah. it's it's crazy what's happening everyone for themselves now yeah. some of that was stuff that we normally donate to other countries during times of pandemic so it's rightfully ours <laughs> Well, it is ours. It's ours and we donate it to other countries. And then people were realizing like, hey, we're having this massive shortage. Why are we sending PPE supplies to foreign countries when we don't even have enough for ourselves? And that's why they stopped doing it, which, you know, it makes sense, but. Doesn't, not a good look. Not a good look. And also at the end of the day, like, unless you're going to stop anybody from those countries to come to our country, it's not going to help us in the long run anyway, if they're all sick. And then, so there's a critical component within the N95 masks. It's like a wood pulp derivative that's made in Canada. And this could start a whole trade war where, you know, if they cut off the masks to Canada, we might retaliate by cutting off these, you know, raw materials that are needed for the masks. So that could escalate as well. Who knows? Space age material. Yeah. Good old Trump. We got to get, we, we got to figure out. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it seems to me, it seems a little surprising that there's only like one type of mask that, well, there's two types. There's N95s and N99s or something. And then there's a few different variations yeah. on them. But um, that's basically the thing that everyone thinks you need. Just put a t-shirt yeah. on your face and that's, that's good enough. Yeah, unless you're going to touch your face more, and then, yeah. then don't, don't don't wear don't, anything. Don't else. listen to Mike. Don't do not listen to <laughs> that, Mike. That's the surgeon general. That's a surgeon general. I saw the surgeon the tweet. general says, put a t-shirt over your head. Just put your underwear on top of your head, and you'll be fine. Where everybody has to wear clean underwear but okay, all the so, time. Wear it on the outside of your pants. I know this is going to sound silly, but like, what if we all wore like astronaut helmets? What, like, what I was going to say, yeah. what, what about like snorkel, snorkel gear, just like all the time? So have, so they had nurses talk about this and they said, that's really good until they sneeze and then you don't have access to be able to put your hand in there and clean it. And so you've got this snot all over I everything. I mean, that's a minor <laughs> problem. We could all go back to work. The economy could start up again. We just all wear astronaut outs, outfits yeah. to work. We just all wear... Uh, coronavirus suits. I've been I've been building my own coronavirus suit out of snorkel gear and space blankets, and um, and those uh, those slinky slinky eyeball things. Just 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 nice. for the hell of it. Yeah. I I mean we do need a coronavirus proof suit. It's like something that is like not too 
like cumbersome to wear. I've seen pictures of people in hospitals that are really like improvising on the the masks that they're wearing. You know, like oh, <laughs> do you see? Uh, was it Richard Hart wearing like a squash helmet? Like on I his that. live no, stream? Oh yeah, that was wow. pretty darn good. He's wearing a medical mask and a squash helmet. <laughs> And not only that, but teaching people how to wear a squash helmet to protect them from coronavirus, I think I've is I've never awesome. seen a squash helmet, and i got to look it up. Hex is, up Hex is up like 800%. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, oh, whoa. Well, hello, Mr. Hex. Yeah. I guess we're all going to be wearing squash helmets soon, too. <laughs> That was actually a pretty funny live stream. I, I didn't want to, I didn't really care to tune into any more uh, Richard Hart live streams, but he literally went on for like two hours and just screamed at his followers <laughs> about how dumb they are. <laughs> so when I, when I when I do a Google search for squash helmet and images, it's just a bunch of people wearing pumpkins on their heads. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea too. Yeah, just wear, wear a pumpkin on your head, protect you from, from the virus. Anything, anything really. T-shirt. Squash helmet, space helmet, motorcycle helmet, slinky <laughs> eyeballs. So, uh, do we, do we want to cover the mining death spiral? Okay, yeah, so there are still some. Well, okay. Uh, is no, is the is is the happening priced in? Is it, uh, I, I, there are still some people that believe that. I, I don't know if this is just something I see on Twitter, but some people say, oh, well, the happening is in like a month. Maybe that will still save Bitcoin. Well, even if it is priced in at this point, like it's okay, we'll double to 12,000. <laughs> like it's still, now, now it's kind of meh because it we've is. fallen so far, you know? Yeah. But, um, well, so what yeah. happened when, when Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash had their happening? Uh, light, well, Bitcoin Cash hasn't had it yet, but it's it's coming up soon. Uh, a little sooner Are you sure? than yeah yeah because this uh, happened at the same time as as regular as BTC no because they they um after the fork they were finding blocks a lot quicker because of um their uh, difficulty algorithm it was a little different and so they're a little further ahead um and so they will have their happening a little sooner than BTC Litecoin did have it last year and um price went down it it did but. The stock to flow guys will will tell you, well, this is a unique thing for Bitcoin BTC, right? You can't really apply it to other cryptos. So what happened recently with BCH where the the rewards for miners wasn't worth it and so they all started moving over to BSV? Well, they flip back and forth, right? So um yeah, the miners will go with whatever's most profitable at any given time, and they mm -hmm. their software will allow I mean, them to just flip back and forth, block to block, basically. Yeah, but something happened in the, in like in the last month or month well, and they've a half been debating. Um, they've been debating doing a, a like a dev tax, right, where they would divert some of the block reward directly into like an account controlled by like the mm -hmm. the core devs, right. And that created a lot of controversy. There's no community consensus on this, and uh, but it, it's also hard coded in. There's a there's a hard fork in May, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, it, who knows? Hmm. Okay, well, um, I need to find this because I want to figure out what exactly happened. Well, I mean, the price I, probably went down because of that because it was a very unpopular thing, but. And maybe that okay. a yeah, lot maybe of miners maybe, went, was it. maybe miners moved over to BSV because it became more profitable at that point. I don't think price has anything to do with any of this shit. I think, personally, I think price is just what? No, I really I think that price does whatever price wants to do. It's the honey badger thing. It's like Dude, that is some crazy a few, talk. <laughs> a few whales, a few whales decide what's going to happen, and that's about it. Um, so you don't think miners come and go based on price? They they must because they have real costs. I mean that's that's I think yeah, they do. I mean, yes, but that's capitalism. My, the the miners in in the space are pure capitalists in that sense of yes. like they have to go where the money's going to be the best. Totally. But is that going to look like well, is that going to look like price going up on the charts? Uh, the, it's the chicken or the egg type of thing. And I, yeah, I don't I know mean, what's going to cause that spike or that drop or whatever. Well, it wouldn't be on the miners end. That's sort of the labor theory of value. Like basically, you know, 
the miners have to produce blocks that the market wants to accept. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, the market and, needs to go in that direction in the first place. I mean, if the price keeps trending down, what's going to happen is miners will fall off the network and it'll get more difficult to, to find a block in, until the next um, yes. difficulty readjustment 2016 blocks later. So the difficulty will decrease and it'll, it'll reach fine. another equilibrium. What we were talking about earlier a little while ago was, can this lead to like a mining death spiral, right? So if a lot of miners drop off all at once, you know, the finding blocks becomes increasingly uh, more difficult. So it might be two hours or 10 hours between blocks and you got to get to to the next um, um, readjustment, which is, you know, it could be 2016 blocks away. So you're in this position where, you know, it's, it's endless where normally it's two weeks, the 2016 blocks, but if they take 10 hours to be found, then it could be an endless amount of time. And that's kind of the, this mining death spiral where the network kind of grinds to a halt without some sort of intervention that would, on BTC, would require a hard fork, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Craig Wright says that there is uh, some sort of flaw in Bitcoin that's going to be he that we're all going to know about. Well, he announced that like what a, over a year ago, and it was supposed to happen yeah. in January, and nothing happened. Yeah. Right? I thought he just said early yeah. in 2020. Oh, I, I'm just okay. pr- I'm bringing it up more as a joke than anything, but like, um, but I mean, like conspiracy theory. If that if if we do get a death spiral, I mean, God, those guys are going to be like, see, yeah, um, it's unprecedented. It, it hasn't flaw. happened. It hasn't happened previously, but we're in a very different situation right now with this. You know, the price is down. Plus, like some mining farms have dropped off, not because of the price necessarily, but because of the pandemic, right? Like they, yeah. they were physically closed. So that was never, fa- that's never been factored in, right? I I don't even, I don't even believe that. I believe that price fell because people just capitulated, not because of some, not because of a virus. Well, no, I mean the virus. I mean, no, I don't mean from the price no, the side. I mean from from the mining at, from the mining end. Where it's not because yeah. they actually got the virus and they so they no, sold. I know. I don't think that. I don't think that they were connected really at all. <clears throat> Personally, I just don't. That's not what I believe. Even though it lined up perfectly with the stock market, mm-hmm. I think the stock market fell because people sold their stock because they were waiting to sell their stock. Well, and last coronavirus year is just a nice little excuse. Yeah, yeah. Last year it was something like two hundred CEOs. Thousands, All res- thousands. thousands resigned like thousands. out of nowhere. They knew something mm-hmm. was. Or maybe, I mean, yeah. we knew the recession was coming. That's, right. what I'm, like, yeah. that's what I keep telling people. It's like we had the N1, H1N1 pandemic, um, what ten years ago, didn't affect the stock market at all. No, not even didn't even register on it compared right. to what happened. No, this it was so, just I a mean, catalyst. It was like, yeah. it was like, oh, here's our perfect opportunity to sell all our stuff. Exactly. Politicians yeah. are doing exactly. the same thing. So Bitcoin, it's like, oh, this is another just perfect opportunity for us to cash in yeah. and then buy back in at 3800 um, or whatever. That's what I think. But yeah, I don't know. I wonder I wonder how much something like... But I, I do believe that that minor capitulation could be the end of Bitcoin. It wouldn't be the end. It would mean that we could end up below $1,000 Bitcoin again. Which... Yeah, I mean, like price will do this year. This year, yeah. I mean, if there's if there's minor capitulation, if miners turn off their machines because it's not if it, it's not worth it for them to buy Bitcoin, I think Mike in miner. space would flip on his laptop and mine. What it would for happen everybody. is every everyone would go against their 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 beliefs and they would just hard fork. It was simple as that. They yeah. would just hard fork it, even though they're saying that it would never happen yeah. and. They would hard fork it. I don't trust. I don't trust B- BTC people at all. They've they've proven time and again to only have their own interests at heart, not the not the best interests of of Bitcoin itself. I mean, but you you trust them enough to buy BTC because no, I don't. I trade BTC. There's a difference. And so, okay. Um, so you think like I'm that, not a long-term holder. You think that just, BTC developers would 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 inter- intervene if there was a minor capitulation event. If my if, if it looked like it was going to be unprofitable to mine Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, I mean if if the alternative is the you know the price goes to zero and the network is like is grinds to a halt, yeah, absolutely they would intervene. Hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. I mean, we've already seen that they do stuff without letting anybody know, without trust. You know, and they 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 it's and it's all based on trust. So when they had that bug that allowed unlimited printing of Bitcoin, yeah, the CVE, yeah. that's the one guy found it, told everybody uh, that they have to update to this new software and, and wouldn't tell them why. Nobody knew why. They, he just said, "You have to trust me," and they all did it. Hmm. Well, they and gave a different they, reason. They, they gave a different reason. Um, they they said that it would knock uh, nodes, like nodes were getting reset. And they didn't really oh, reveal okay. the fact that it was printing money, basically. So they gave a different reason why it needed to be fixed. Okay. Mm. Okay. So I mean, that's that's pretty shady. Like, and and it's this whole thing of like 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 Mike, like we talked about earlier is like well, like like with the whole mask thing. I mean, this is a perfect example of the masks. In in Mike's mind, I don't think that I don't think that <laughs> who mind. knew, but in Mike's what mind, in he's Mike's saying. Mind? <laughs> He's saying that who knew that masks help people, but it was in the better good in their mind to not have people wear them and give them to the lie. hospitals instead. See, so like that's what B, that's what Bitcoin did. That's what BTC did. They just They're, thought they, they. Yeah, you're too noble. Di- lie. You're you're we're trust we're we're smarter than you, so trust us. And uh, no, I think I think that the Bitcoin people thought that. I mean, I can't say, obviously, I don't know what's in their head, but I'm, I'm going to assume that they thought that if they released that knowledge, that people would start printing their own Bitcoin. Yeah, I think it was probably a low probability that anyone would act, would exploit that. But the, the mere fact that that would be that that kind of exploit is out in the wild would have had a big impact on the price. So they're, oh, yeah. they want yeah. to they want to fix it yeah. first before revealing why it was so bad. Yeah. Which is what businesses do, like Google and Apple, and with their software when they have massive bugs in Microsoft, because they don't want to they don't want to uh, affect the stock price. So they try to fix it behind closed doors. They don't they don't acknowledge like when like so so Apple's notorious for there being you know a million people complaining about a yellow tinted screen on a laptop, and and Apple's like I don't know what you're talking about. You're just making it up. We're not acknowledging that this th- it actually exists. And then a month and a half later, they come out with a, a fix for it. Yeah. Say, here's the fix for that thing that we said didn't wasn't really true. Mm. So because they don't want to affect their stock price, mm. if they say, hey, all these screens are yellow and we have no solution for it, it's going to be like three months. Boom, stock tanks. What a weird house of cards we live in, where like we have to whisper about things to avoid I know. like a windfall. Black Swan event that could happen just death by spiral, death spirals, <laughs> uh, hurricanes. Well, I mean, yeah. All right. So, happening. It looks like uh, miners are going to not get paid as much. So, they're going to have to. Hopefully, we're going to. Hopefully, there's enough miners that can um, mine profitably, and if not, there's enough that want to mine unprofitably. Uh, that doesn't sound no. like it makes any sense at all. <laughs> if they, t- if the miners For taper off gradually, then the difficulty will readjust gradually and it's not a problem. The problem with the, the mining death spiral is if a lot drop off all at once. Now, what if, what if something happens, what if something happens between now and then, which requires people to find another place to put their money like uh i don't know around on the banks or something like that mm. or nano nano well, <laughs> you, you think they nano. <laughs> well it's going, like, up, going up against bitcoin right now i have no idea why i tried i looked mm. at it i was like what the fuck mm. get your nano everybody make sure you get some of that juicy nano um nano's doubled nano's really? more than doubled since the since the bottom and bitcoin's only gone back up like so people know about it is what you're saying I, I guess buying so. This. I can't. I'm surprised. Uh, well, I mean, I need so to go out and we, buy some. We are, <laughs> our economy, the world economy, is in a precarious place right now, where nobody knows what's going to happen, and people probably rightfully freaked out about their money. Like, you know, uh, there are probably people that are hoarding cash right now and stuffing it in a mattress or something. Even though that sounds ridiculous, why would you want dirty cash in a time where everything is infected? But yeah, but it's. It's beautifully ironic that the happening 
which could be catastrophic for Bitcoin, is coming at a time when the economy is in the middle of a catastrophe. I, I know. That's so crazy. So, <laughs> man, Greg well, Wright, what are you up to? <laughs> the funny thing about the stock-to-flow <laughs> model is that it's not. they're not saying that the price will double the moment after the halvening. They give it up to like 18 months. And when you think about it, 18 months, that's almost the halfway point to the next halvening. So it's so, yeah, so it's yeah. so it's so ridiculous. Like, so uh, what stock to flow? Can is there an easy way to describe what stock to flow means? Because I don't know what it means. Uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe so th- not. Let's not even go there. If yeah, you don't want to. Okay, it's just a bunch of to me. It's a bunch of people that sound like they're coming up for uh, coming up with a a plan for Bitcoin or an excuse for why it's going to do a certain thing, which we've known that that just doesn't work for Bitcoin. Ever, so, so. The, so here's how I kind of see it. So. So supply is getting cut in half. And so the assumption is if demand just stays static, you know, price will go up, right? Because you have more demand versus the supply. But the thing with Bitcoin, it's not like oil or something where the demand, you know, it can can be counted upon, right? You know, a lot of it has to do yeah. with sentiment, right? So, you know... There's not an actual need for right, it. Right, exactly. It's all emotional. Exactly. So it's like saying supply and demand, physical. but there's really no demand for Bitcoin. It's not like food where you got to eat, you know? You, you yeah. can buy, It's like you comic can, books. It, it goes back to my right, to my yeah. analogy of comic books. Yeah. You know. So, At the end of the day, when I'm starving, do I really need my comic books? No, I'm going to sell the fucking shit out of all of them. So, but how is stock to flow different than just supply and demand? I mean, what's the theory behind it? Well, it, the assumption behind it is that demand will stay static, right? At the very least. Mm-hmm. So supply gets cut in half, but your demand is staying the same, right? People are, the, these hodlers are still buying the same amount of Bitcoin every month, right? So they're paying twice as much because there's less supply. But it doesn't account for things like sentiment and the fact that, you know, even a hodler might say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to cut down on the amount of Bitcoin I'm buying next month because I have other concerns or the price I see the price going down that that aspect of it isn't really captured in the in the theory at least from what I see hmm. yeah yeah I mean it's it's this idea of I mean it, it it's more or less we will say it, like the happening thing like it's it's the idea of if it's the it's the it's the reason why economics is a, is a, isn't, isn't a science it's ridiculous because it's based on human emotion and you can't ever have a control group when you're dealing with humans in that sense because humans are all irrational and we all think differently and we all respond differently and so how can you create some kind of quote-unquote theory around something that that is physically impossible for you to prove and so it's just a, it's just an, it's like that's like a nice idea stock to flow is a nice idea mm. just like communism <laughs> And capitalism. <laughs> well, it sounds like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like we're back to the same old, we have no idea what the fuck Bitcoin is going to do. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what Bitcoin does during a recession or a depression, because it's never seen that yeah. before. And I think it's funny that so many technical analysts are like looking at the look at the 10 year history of bitcoin see back in 2012 it did this and in 2014 it did this and it's like yeah yeah i don't know well even with the happening it's like you have two data points you're you're extrapolating based on two data points it's ridiculous yeah it's funny it's funny and not even talking about what technically it does which is yeah yeah make it harder to have a bitcoin make it harder to have Bitcoin in our lives. Well, that was a good show. Anything else we want to yeah. talk about? I think we covered it. Yeah. Anything else burning a hole in your head, Mike? Anything um, else you want to get all MAGA about? <laughs> get off my lawn. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about Trump, but he's he's very entertaining. I I, I, I enjoy watching Mike him from loves, afar. Mike, Michael yeah. like loves <laughs> loves Trump. <laughs> Love him. It's great. Well, see, it's great watching it from afar, right? Like it's your president, so I can kind of enjoy it. You know, the, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's great, except for all like the people that like are wrongfully imprisoned and starving right, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and dying, and dying, and and he's concerned about his ratings. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's it's pathetic, actually. It's very. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I don't. Well, I don't even know where let's, to let's start. Just, yeah. Let's just edit on that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. It's been a great show. Thanks, 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 Mike. Mike and Space. Thank you for having me on. Stay safe, when's, guys. When's your next? Yeah. When's your next show? When's your next? Uh, when's your next? I, you episode? know what? I had something planned for the happening, but it, it, it was hard getting a, a guest to. <laughs> agree on it so i don't know if it's gonna happen now especially with the pandemic but it's i don't know yeah it's probably hard <laughs> it's probably hard to get you into a car um for well, it's probably hard to get guests to i don't know is it hard hey I mean, there's, there's two there's two guys talking to you right now who would totally do it <laughs> well um yeah but no i'm looking forward to it you think you should i think you should definitely keep doing it we're gonna we're gonna need you in the future mike we all need to yes. laugh again yes <laughs> Yes, we need we need to feel some that that Paul one is so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you for linking that. That was hysterical. Totally. I got to listen to the Paul episode. I, I've I've kind of you know last I haven't listened to any podcast lately just because I don't have a commute anymore. But yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, the last couple episodes that I, I see in my queue from your podcast look in, interesting. I'm definitely going to start with the the Paul episode though. Advanced. Paul one's good. We, we yeah. did actually. So yeah, we had. We had him on twice. The first time it was we, the recording just didn't work out, but Ooh. it was probably for the be- better because we spent the entire episode <laughs> with me just asking what Austrian economics was over and over and over, <laughs> over again. And over and over again. <laughs> that was the entire episode. <laughs> I'm just rolling my eyes over here. I was like, "What?" And then, I, what and is then he Paul doing? is just name dropping <laughs> philosophers basically the entire time. Hayek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like constantly like naming a bunch of philosophers i'm like i don't know any of those guys <laughs> uh, still still don't know exactly what it means but um i'm reading a book on <laughs> thanks everyone for tuning in to the keyword crypto podcast we are at keyword crypto on twitter mike in space is at mike in space on twitter and check out his youtube show bitcoin car talk Visit our Patreon page if you'd like to help contribute to the show and make it happen. We don't have any official sponsors. We rely on the listeners in order to make the show happen. Get in touch with us on Twitter if you have ideas for the show, guests that you want us to talk to, or if you want to come on. Uh, That's about it. Have a good day, everybody. Bye.